When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered as always by the Bet MGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Sam Phelan, our Titans reporter for A to Z Sports.com. And we are Nashville's on demand sports.network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter X timeline. Also hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads for more great Titans content. We got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen to, for us and they help out all of you, like Wilson County Hyundai. WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where to go uh, to make them a part of your new car buying process. The Bone and Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get a quote at FBHP.com slash ATOZ. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations across the mid-state, Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro online, KrebsKubota.com. So, Sam, we have collectively, between the two of us, three big-name free agents the Titans should avoid at positions of need. I think you, if you ask any Titans fan walking the streets or any Titans fan in our chat or any Titans media member, hey, give me the three biggest positions of need in free agency and the draft this offseason in no particular order, but probably in this order, offensive line, wide receiver, cornerback. Those are the three positions that we have players to avoid in free agency. So we'll dive into those here in a second. But Sam, earlier this week on Titans at two, uh, you had a a couple of ways the Titans can create extra cap space. They currently have just over $65 million of cap space, but you have them uh, gaining some more by a few players currently under contract the Titans can move on from probably uh, at these positions of need. Uh, I know one of them in particular. So uh, reset for us uh, how maybe the Titans can create even more space here under the cap. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting uh, because if you really dive into the Titans contract status, there aren't the cut candidates uh, that I think you're usually accustomed to heading into an NFL offseason, especially, I mean, last year might have been a bit of an outlier, but you went oh, into yeah. the, the was like last seven guys. Seven to eight guys that just made logical sense of, hey, the Titans can clear some salary cap space here. This guy's not very good anymore, et cetera, et cetera. And you scroll through the names this year, there's really only a handful of guys that could clear any sort of salary cap space for the Titans. Uh, And so I came up with the three players uh, that I think have the most salary cap payoff if they were to be cut as potential cut candidates uh, that the Titans could look to move on from. And really the three main ones that I keep seeing circulated, Austin, where I think there are three levels of this. There is the no-brainer cut. There is a, eh, I could go either way cut. And then there's a cut that I just don't think makes much sense. Uh, And so the first one, the one that I think you were already alluding to, Mm. it's a no-brainer to cut this man, Andre Dillard. uh, Because even if it's $2.87 in cap savings, which is what you would get for designating him as a pre-June 1st cut. He's trash. I I mean, he's just, he's not a starting caliber offensive lineman. 12 sacks allowed, 41 pressures allowed in 12 games played, benched multiple times throughout the year. You can designate him as a post-June 1 and save 6.48 million on the cap for this year, which ultimately to me, uh, that decision will come down to how much you actually need that cap this year. Uh, I mean, Mm -hmm. you could always just get the extra $4 million this season, but that will hurt the Titans cap space next year. Uh, So is it better off to just take less savings in a year that you have as much space as they do uh, and get a cleaner break for the future? To me, it's not a matter of if Andre Dillard gets cut, it's how and when he gets cut pre or post June one. So I think everybody's like, Oh, you can save more by post June one. Great. 
yeah, but you're correct. It rolls over to 2025. But then I'm also thinking, you know, why do you need that extra money? And I think there's a way to approach this if you're the Titans. It's how aggressive do you want to be in free agency? How much of that $65 million do you spend in free agency? And then every GM knows that you have to go into the season with some of that wiggle room. Well, Andre Dillard could literally be the wiggle room. Post-June 1, you get $6.5 bucks, So you can go aggressive uh, in your free agency throughout the spring, cut Dillard in the summer. Now you've got your buffer. It does kind of roll over to 25, but I think there's a couple different ways to do it. I'm uh, totally for just a clean break, wipe your hands of Andre Dillard and cut him today. That's yeah, I'm totally I, cool with that. Honestly, I kind of lean that way because it's $60 million or something. And I, you know, I've kind of developed this stance over the last few weeks here, but I just don't believe the Titans are going to spend all their money. I don't believe they are going to be up against the cap at the end of free agency. I think they'll spend a chunk of it, but I don't necessarily see, all right, let's maximize all the cap space we possibly have so we can spend $70 million instead of 60. I don't really think that's where they're at as an organization right now. Spending money doesn't really make sense just to spend money. If you're going to have to add multi-year deals that will then affect your cap and your structure next year. Uh, And so because of that, I think building a multi-year sort of plan probably makes the most sense. And getting that clean break of Andre Dillard now, maybe it gives you less money this year by $4 million, but it extends your cap next year by $4 million and you will need that. So that's the first one. The one that I'm on the fence about uh, here is Luke Gifford. Uh, which would actually save the Titans about $2 million if they were to cut him. Now, knee-jerk reaction is like, yeah, cut him. He had six tackles last yeah, year. Yeah, who cares? Like, he played eight <laughs> right? defensive snaps. He was, a, But uh, they did sign him in the first place to be a special teams linebacker primarily and, and really just go make tackles on special teams. So he did play on special teams. And so this is another one to me. I'm kind of on the fence because you could also sell me on the idea of, hey, if they don't need the cap space, maybe they value his special teams impact uh, for $2 million. That's what you paid him for. That's kind of what he's doing. And uh, somebody who I think would be a no-brainer cap casualty if you really needed the money, but where they're at right now, maybe you just don't care enough. (laughs) Yeah, Billy Jones is correct. There are very many – uh, Luke Giffords out True. And walking the but earth. But you did you did pay this Luke Gifford for yes. I would assume a reason. Yeah. So what would we do you have the off top of your head or uh on hand the dead cap that would come with Luke Gifford being cut? It's it's, it's almost nothing. I mean his yeah. I, I can pull it up real quick. Uh but his Because dead my, while cap, you're while you're pulling that up, you know, Otis Reese is just a younger Luke Gifford. Now younger as in less experience will make more mistakes. But you know, his why dead not? Money is two hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah. So, so he got, nothing. I believe, his original contract was like a two-year, five million dollar deal. Uh, you can save one point nine one in cap savings with a cut. Two hundred and fifty k in dead money. Uh, I this is ultimately like you said. Yes, is he replaceable for like cheaper? Sure, but it's like what is cheaper? A million dollars cheaper. And so if there is value where you like the player, maybe it's something you shrug your shoulders and go, I don't really care about that million dollars. We got 60 million in cap space, but a name that I think is, is a possibility to be, could be a, yeah, could be a guy that you just keep around and you know, you see if he uh, performs well in camp. Right. But all right. Who's your third. Sure. This is the one that I've seen floated around by uh, fans, media, whatever. And it's because of the cap number attached to him that I just don't think makes sense. And it's Elijah Molden uh, Hmm. because the Titans saved $3 million by cutting Elijah Molden. He's not eligible for post June one savings because he's in the last year of his rookie deal. But this is a guy to me that, uh, you know, wasn't amazing last year, 15 games played 73 tackles, one interception, one forced fumble. That interception was a pick six. It was an odd year for Elijah because he made the transition to safety and kind of played a new role in the Titans defense. But Austin, I just look at this secondary and the lack of depth in the secondary, the lack of experience in the secondary specifically. uh, And I say, you've got 
Amani Hooker, Roger McCreary. That's about it right now beyond Elijah Molden, if you were to cut Elijah Molden. So I think he is somebody who they should look to bring back. It's $3 million. Again, if you're not working this cap all the way down to the point of needing the cap space, in the name of $3 million, is it really a good idea to cut Elijah Molden? I actually think he could have a good year working with Denard Wilson, potentially having another off season to work as a safety and make that transition um, and could be a piece for you this season. Yeah. I think Elijah Molden is somebody you just, you need bodies at this point in the secondary. Uh, I don't see any reason uh, to cut Elijah Molden. So really, I think the interesting thing about this off season, we mentioned it drastically different than the previous off season where there's not, very many obvious cut candidates other than Andre Dillard, which I think that's what Rand Carthon wants. He purged yeah. the roster of highly paid veterans who weren't out there that often. And so I think that's a good, a good thing for the overall health of the roster long-term is that they don't have inflated contracts for guys that aren't worth it outside of Andre Dillard. So yeah, you've got that. Well, just real quick, you've got two and a half or ten and a half that you would save by cutting DeAndre Hopkins, which isn't going to happen. You'd save a little over four million by cutting Amani Hooker, but his dead money's at five million and kind of in the same boat as Molden there, where he's just a piece that you feel like you need. Uh, you could save a little over three million dollars with little dead money uh, by cutting Daniel Brunskill, who I think had a very solid year for the Titans last year. And with the lack of depth on the offensive line is a good versatile piece that I think is is worth keeping around. And, and that seems to be just about it. I mean, maybe Dylan Raidens for a mil and a half. Yeah, there, there's Those just are not there aren't guys without with significant chunks of space that you can save, unlike the team last year. Yeah, those are guys that you cut um, if, like Dylan Radins, for example, if he just flat out can't win a job. Yeah, he doesn't make the team. It, that's yeah, not a yeah. cap casualty. It's right. more of a, ah, you didn't make the team. Yeah. <laughs> like, we'll and we'll move team. on. All right, Sam. So you and I have three total big name free agents. The Titans should avoid at positions of need. We're going to ask you guys that same question. Uh, who is a notable free agent you want the Titans to avoid at a position of need? We've you know, ours are you know, wide receiver, corner, and offensive line. So uh, free agents to avoid here coming up. But first, we'll tell you guys about our great sponsor, new sponsor for our partnership this draft season with Factor. Get your meals fresh, ready to eat, delicious, and easy. That's two minutes or less that Factor's meals are ready for you. They come in a wide variety of different styles and diets and, and calorie smart, veggie, Keto, like Sam's getting. I'm getting the veggie that's coming soon this week to my house. So two minutes or less that you can fuel up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. You can sign up and save. We've done the math with Factor. It's less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian-approved to be nutritious and delicious. And you can get as much as you want. It's six meals a week or 18 meals a week, and you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. No prep, no mess with Factor. And here's the deal. This is great. It's busy season for us for draft. And that means that Factor's helping us save time and staying healthy with it. Head to factormeals.com slash ATOZ50 and use code ATOZ50 to get 50% off. That's code ATOZ50 at factormeals.com slash ATOZ50 for 50% off. So Sam, I'll send you to the chat. Big name free agents to avoid. For the Titans at a position of need. I'm curious to see how uh, the chat's taking this before we get to our three. Uh, yeah. So Trey is going to come in and he says anyone over the age of 30. Jacob says anyone old as well. Jake says Derek Henry is his number one. Uh, I see Tyler. That, Boyd. I did not even think about that, but that's that Derek Henry fits the it's criteria. A valid one. Uh, although it's running back a position of need. You can make that argument. Uh, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Gabe Davis, any wide receiver over 30, David Bakhtiari, uh, T. Higgins at $20 million plus. Malachi says Legereus Sinead. Uh, Darnell Mooney from Tighten Up. Uh, avoid Odell Beckham Jr., OBJ, OBJ. Uh, avoid Higgins, go after Boyd. Tyron Smith, OBJ or Darnell Mooney. 
let's see. We see uh, <laughs> Johnny says all the players Jack Gentry named off yesterday. Avoid all <laughs> of those guys. Uh, so see. Jack, for Sam, I don't know if you had a chance to check out yesterday's show. I, but, I um, haven't seen the players he listed. Uh, Jack went with Tyrone's. Uh, he no, he went with uh, who was his offensive? Mike Unwayneu. Uh, then he went with T Higgins in a trade and he brought back Danico Autry. Okay. I mean, I think Let's they just... should bring back, they should bring back Danico Autry. That's a, that's a no brainer to me. Um, so I'm in for that one. Uh, Mike and Wayne, you could be a really good, and Jack's whole point is you can get a right tackle or right guard for about, you know, 12, 13 million bucks a year. Who's starting. You can, caliber. Get, a, you can get a right tackle for league minimum. If it's Chris Hubbard late in the, summer so yeah i don't know uh patrick queen five years 100 million uh is what jody thinks they'll get wants to avoid that obj avoid mike evans is interesting another mike evans coming in here Mm -hmm. uh let's see we got higgins davis and Pittman are the youngest wide receiver free agents so one of those is ideal uh caleb says avoid darnell mooney nothing from chicago sorry to me uh, Hollywood Brown avoid, avoid Calvin Ridley and OBJ, avoid Ridley, um, avoid OBJ. A lot of Odell Beckham on here. Titans fans wanting to avoid OBJ. That checks out. If yeah. they find Odell Beckham Jr., that's uh, I, I, like I guess Odell Beckham Jr. is a big name, but I don't see him as a notable player anymore. You know, I, he, mean, like, I think he's the most. Uh, notable is tough. This is wild. Uh, From a football standpoint. Odell Beckham Jr. is, I think, the most followed NFL player on Instagram of any player. Yeah, I think I saw – I know he's got more fo- – I know he's the largest followed player from the Baltimore Ravens. Which like it was, well, it was interesting. Like I, uh, he might be the most famous NFL player. Like on no, a, on it Now probably Travis <laughs> Yes. Now it's Travis But, Kelsey. like, on an international scale, OBJ's uh, – It's Travis in, Kelsey. Before – okay, let's go, like, six months before. before okay, the okay. six months ago, OBJ, most more, more, more popular than Travis Kelsey. Yeah, <laughs> look, I, I don't – I don't know. It's just interesting sure. to think about because you don't re- – here, as NFL people, we don't really view Odell in that light anymore, but he is notable to a lot of uh, – you know, no, uh, yeah, but I don't think from a football standpoint, he is a notable football player. I think he is a uh, superstar person in name. Yeah. But so I, I didn't even, he wasn't even close to like a, a good enough player in this day and age for me to even think about him. So I'll, I'll start because yeah. I've got two, you've got one. So we'll do a little sandwich. I'll start. I'm going to begin on the offensive line. I think they're, uh, is a lot of buyer beware opportunities on the offensive line in free agency. And one of them is Dallas Cowboys tackle Tyron Smith. And Tyron Smith is a damn good left tackle. He is a physical freak. He looks like a damn beast. He's got like abs, but he's also humongous. He's like 330 pounds with abs, which is stupid. But here's the problem with Tyron Smith is he hasn't dropped off from his ability at age 33, but he's just not reliable when it comes to his health. The last four years, Tyrone Smith has played two games, 11 games, four games, 13 games last year. But Sam, there's a pattern here where if Tyrone Smith goes 2-11-4-13, then he's probably going to play six, and then he'll play 15 the next year. So based off of that pattern. So I think... I am avoiding Tyrone Smith. He's not going to break the bank. As you see, this is our contract projection uh, from Josh Kipo at a to Z sports.com. Just two years, $25 million with a low year one cap hit, but his body's failing him when it comes to staying healthy. So I'm staying away um, for, from uh, Tyrone Smith. Jody says he's played three full seasons in 13 years. Yeah. But before 2020, he was playing 16, 15 or 13 games. At least it was like a low bar of 13. And he played 13 uh, games this past year. But again, I mentioned the pattern 211, 413, which means he's due for six this upcoming season. So I would not go get Tyron Smith, even if he's a affordable option at left tackle, who would come in and, and be pretty, pretty solid if he could stay healthy. But I, I don't trust him. No, yeah. I mean, I think especially when you look at the recent pattern, 
even the high end is like 13 games, right? That's the most games he's played in a year in the last four years. Yeah. 13 games means he's missing four games. Like that's a month of football that that guy right. is going to be out for. That's at least one IR stint. Uh, and so when you talk about the need that the Titans have at left tackle, uh, and really just the entire offensive line in general, and you start looking at potential solutions, you probably want to strive for something more reliable and more readily available. Obviously, injuries are going to happen. So guys are going to miss a game here or a game there. Uh, but when you're looking at a, a recent history that shows he's more than likely going to miss four-plus games during the season, uh, I think this is absolutely fair to say to avoid Tyron Smith here. And like you said, he's a really good player, really talented yeah. player. I will not complain if the Titans sign him because this is a need and he's super talented and hopefully the signing would be low risk for Tennessee where they could get out of a contract if there was an injury problem here. But I think there are other options at offensive line that are better for uh, what they need right now. And so uh, I would, I would lean to being on your side here. Uh, avoid yeah. this, this one. Anthony says he's cheap and on a per game basis to be less money than most left tackles, even if he got hurt. Yeah. But I, I, I am tired of the Titans going to the bargain bin for elderly. That's mean older. Injured yeah. That was mean. That player. Was... Yeah. Elderly is too strong. You might be uh, older North than Tyron Smith. Me? Yeah. I don't know how old uh, he is, but you might be. I am older by right, eight well, months. Yeah, so there you go. Elderly. <laughs> there you go. Well, from a football context, come on. Like I think I think your 30s is the best decade of your life to that point. I don't know how it gets in their 40s or 50s, but uh, but yeah, as from a football standpoint, uh, you know, older north of 30 who has injury issues, I'm staying away from Tyron Smith. Sure. Fair enough. Uh, and especially if you're looking at, you know, injured veteran player potential like stud in the draft, like yeah. it, you start weighing the younger, more reliable option. Uh, easy. Austin, my one might be a little bit controversial out there. Oh, because Yeah, I'm ready you, for this one. You have uh, a player who is injury prone. Yes. I have a player who I believe could be injury prone. In the You're future, predicting injuries, right? I am, uh, and I'm going to say Titans, with good with good background. I'm going to say the Titans should avoid, not completely avoid necessarily signing him, but be aware about how big of a contract you give to Legarius Sneed. For me, oh. A to Z Sports projects Legarius Sneed at. Four years, $64 million with $35 million guaranteed, fully guaranteed in the contract. A guy who played 16 games last year, had two interceptions, 78 tackles. I saw some people uh, in the chat a little like concerned because they said he'd only had one good year. Uh, he's been rather consistent, actually, over the last two or three seasons in Kansas City, yeah. and he does make plays. I will give that to him. But, uh, Austin, I'm going to... Read the following from our Charles Goldman, uh, who gave me a little bit of background about Legarius Sneed's nagging knee injury and how it could be a factor in the future. So this is uh, Charles Goldman, who writes about the Kansas City Chiefs for A to Z Sports. Here's what he had to say about Sneed. Sneed suffered a knee injury during the postseason run in 2022 ahead of the AFC Championship game. It caused him to be limited and Super Bowl leading up to that game, but it didn't seem to impact him much more. Upon returning in the 2023 NFL offseason, Sneed still dealt with knee swelling. He missed a dozen days of training camp in all three preseason games while nursing that lingering injury. That team, the team remained steadfast in their belief that Sneed would be ready to play by week one, and he was. He was also listed on the injury report with that said knee injury until week eight, with several limited and full participation days in practice, but no actual missed games. He reappeared on the injury report again after the bye week in week 10 with that same knee injury. The second stay on the injury report lasted through week 16, at which point Jeez. Sneed suffered a calf injury and was listed as questionable for the week 17 game. He sat out during the team's week 18 tilt with the Chargers as they were locked into their seating. The calf injury didn't impact him during the playoffs, but he was listed on the report throughout all of the postseason. 
The knee injury didn't appear to limit him in any way during the regular season, as evidenced by his strong performance, but it's certainly something that teams are going to want to check out. There's a variety of issues that can cause swelling, but if it's a long-term issue, it could impact how much teams are willing to offer in free agency. All of that said, the Chiefs did a good job of managing the injury this year, so it's reasonable to think other teams could do the same. Without the proper background on the injury, signing him could be could prove to be a gamble. That is from Charles Goldman, uh, who I had conversations with about Snead. Again, there's a lot to like here. There's a lot of good performance. The knee injury obviously wasn't a huge factor last year where he didn't miss a game until week 18 when they just sat him for rest reasons. But a guy who spent basically the entire season besides two weeks on the injury mm-hmm. report with a knee slash calf that might be something I try to avoid if I'm the Titans looking to find a long-term solution at cornerback. Uh, there's some red flags here for me. Thoughts yeah, on and all Eric, that? Eric Davis says, I get it, Barbie. Well, beware, but he didn't miss any games and he's good. Like, yeah, he's good. And he missed the last game of the season because it didn't matter. They sent a lot of players down for that. But I think the key here is you mentioned it. Long-term fix, long-term answer at cornerback. And do you want to do that with somebody who might have consistent knee injuries uh, with, you know, at the position that they play, like corner is really tough on knees. And so, so Adam says smoke screen. So no one comes around and steals them. This is not something the Kansas city chiefs have put out there. This is just one of our writers observing the injury report. I don't think the chiefs are necessarily listing luxurious need on their injury report with a knee injury in preparation for the ensuing off season so that nobody uh, would come up and snatch him. Uh, I, I was in a meeting with Charles yesterday where he said the chiefs uh, would probably not bring back Legereus Sneed because they have to prioritize Chris Jones. And that's Charles uh, going through that analysis who knows as much about the chiefs as we know about the Titans. And so I, I think um, it, it is something to, to be curious about. And the new training staff is the big X factor here. It's the big variable because, uh, yeah, you you don't have your head strength coach anymore. So how the Titans monitor and manage injuries under this new regime is TBD. Uh, It just is an interesting, uh, again, I'm not all the way out. I'm not all the way out. He is such a good player at a position of need. I look more at like Chidobe Ouzie as like a, Hey, this is a more reliable fix uh, that doesn't necessarily cause cause you to break the bank. I don't know mm-hmm. if you need to be paying top dollar on a corner anyway uh, when you have so many holes that you might be better to spread the wealth a little bit. But then for it to be a top corner that has knee issues or knee concerns, that's a lot of red flags where I probably avoid luxurious need. All right, so we've gone through. Uh, two of our players. I've got one more big name free agents to avoid. But Sam, first tell everybody about our friends at the Bone and Joint Institute. The Bone and Joint Institute. Maybe if Legere Sneed signs with the Titans, he'll visit the Bone and Joint Institute frequently. And this won't be an issue because you can't fumble on your recovery when you go to the Bone and Joint Institute. They have a state-of-the-art rehab facility located out in Franklin, Uh, with all the tools necessary to assist you in your recovery with great doctors and great care and everything all under one roof. You don't have to drive everywhere in Middle Tennessee to get to different appointments. They got clinic, rehab, imaging, surgery, testing, all in one spot out in Franklin. So go see our friends at the Bone and Joint Institute. Whenever you get hurt in life, you have to know who to trust, and you can trust them. Schedule an appointment at boneandjointtn.org. Always win big and win good with BetMGM. Zach and I rode the Owls of Florida Atlantic last night to cover the minus six and a half. Check mark. Got it. Good. <laughs> BetMGM. You can win big with BetMGM. Use our bonus code ATOZ Sports to get the best first bet offer on the market today. That's up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. But you have to use our bonus code ATOZ Sports when you download the BetMGM app and get that started. It's so much fun. Great time of year. College hoops, pro hoops, tournaments coming up. Uh, so much fun with BetMGM. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. Visit BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions, subject to qualifications, eligible comments first, online, only. 
Borges, you know, the Lord of Spets, Bunny Specs, Fireside, it's a problem against Fort Cole, Tennessee Redline, 800-889-9789. I was struggling. Like, you struggled with that one today. Uh, it's Friday, man. I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> I am, I will admit, tired this week. But uh, let's get in back to our uh, free agents to avoid, big names to avoid. We've gone through offensive line. I say avoid Tyrone Smith. Uh, Sam, you say avoid Legereus Sneed, cornerback. Now to the wide receiver. I'm avoiding Gabe Davis. Hmm. I don't think Gabe Davis is a free agent wide receiver the Titans should entertain. He's just not reliable enough for me because he's in this offense, and sure, he averages over 16 yards per catch in the last three years, but Josh Allen uh, is his quarterback, and he, he just doesn't have consistency for me. Like The contract's not what's going to scare me away. It's the fact that the guy only gets 81 targets and 45 catches in 17 games. It's the fact that he just has moments where he flat out disappears. And you're like, I, I, I felt like when I was watching the Bills, I was like, is Gabe Davis hurt? And he's not. He played in every game, but he just didn't do anything consistently where you've got guys that you barely even know, like uh, rookies, uh, you know, Shakir is coming out of nowhere and making plays for the Bills in a playoff game. And Gabe Davis is really nowhere to be found. I mean, I know Josh Allen overthrew him for a potential touchdown there in the end zone uh, in that playoff game where they lost to the Chiefs. But still, Gabe Davis does not feel like a reliable wide receiver target for the Titans to go after to depend upon. And I also feel like you kind of have DeAndre Hopkins who is a similar, not a big yak guy at wide receiver uh, who makes a lot of contested catches. I would rather go elsewhere for a different body type and a different type of receiver than Gabe Davis. Uh, I just think it's not worth the squeeze because I can't trust him to go out there and make plays every week. Uh, this one I kind of deviate from you on. I'm actually, I'm a Gabe Davis fan. Uh, I, I think he would add something to this offense in terms of I've seen the chat. A lot of people in the chat doing a comp to uh, uh, Traylon Burks. I actually think IR Hoshi's kind of on here. Gabe Davis is kind of a Corey Davis type. I think the Titans could, could use that uh, in their offense though. I, I mean, it, yes, sometimes he's boomer bust. That is what he is. Uh, there are days that he, is absolutely nowhere in the Bills offense. There's days that he's 150 yards and two touchdowns with like three catches. Uh, but just the ability to consistently have explosive gains. Gabe Davis is a guy, going back to a conversation we had earlier in the week, Austin, that I believe the Titans could sign a Gabe Davis and still be in the market for a wide receiver in the first two rounds of the draft where you're now building a very complete receiving core with Hopkins, Davis, insert rookie, Burt, and then Traylon Burks. Uh, so I do think there's a role in this offense for him. For me, the question is more of what are you paying him? What does the contract look like? A and is it is the juice really worth the squeeze if you're acquiring him to have like a very niche role in your offense? Obviously, yeah. as Jake says, he's like, oh, I'd rather have Pittman. Yeah. Like uh, Michael Pittman is a stud. So uh, the difference between those guys is drastic. But maybe if you're going down, I'd rather have Gabe Davis than Tyler Boyd. Uh, Scott says he'd rather have Boyd. But I believe in Davis's explosive catchability a little bit more. All right, so I'm going to go back <clears throat> real quick. Uh, Nate's burner had, uh, he goes, are you mad, Austin? You need a hug? We have screenshots of you slobbering over Davis. Like, I, when have I ever slobbered over Gabe Davis? I don't think we've ever had a need to talk about Gabe Davis enough for this. I, maybe it's, you think about Corey Davis? Uh, yeah, I, I, I liked Corey Davis for a time and what he was, for what he was doing in Nashville, but I don't know about Gabe Davis. I haven't really talked about Gabe Davis for the last few years. But yeah, I mean, Gabe Davis just doesn't do it for me. 45 catches on 81 targets, did score seven touchdowns uh, with that. But you know, he's a big play guy or not much. Um, so uh, I do want to go back to my graphic because I, I did have the contract projection on here of three years, 37 and a half million. That's an average of 12 and a half per uh, with a cap hit in year one of six and a half. I, like the contract's fine. Like that's not the problem. It's just, I think the Titans need somebody more consistent for Will Levis. 
Sure. Uh, I mean, consistent, I guess. But uh, Gabe Davis does a lot well. Like, he's great in the red zone. He's great for those explosive catches. We know Will Levis likes to air it out, which I, I'm not really – Sure, he did it well last year, but I'm not sure is a strength of DeAndre Hopkins uh, as being like a deep ball catcher uh, and like ex- big explosive catch guy. He can catch uh, some contested throws, but I don't necessarily think that's where he is at his best. And I think Gabe Davis adding to this offense is kind of how the Titans used Traylon Burks last year, but just somebody who does it much better. Yeah, <laughs> and, dude, there's no doubt. Create no separation. Doubt. <clears throat> yeah, Gabe Davis, you'd wish Traylon Burks could be Gabe Davis. <laughs> like, yeah, right? but, uh, like, that does not make sense because right. Traylon Burks is a, if Gabe Davis didn't catch the football, <laughs> like, I mean, he, yeah. he hasn't done anything compared to Davis. So uh, the middle paragraph is really what kind of throws me off of Gabe Davis. While Davis provides a, a valuable skill, He's far from a reliable option. His catch percentage has been below 60% every year of his career, and he's never caught more than 50 passes in a season. His, Davis is 1.42 yards per route run in 03 into 23 was 57th out of 83 qualifying receivers. So he's a deep threat, uh, but again, it's just not a reliable one. And I think the Titans, if the Titans are going to spend money on a free agent wide receiver of starting caliber, Gabe Davis is not the one I want. I want somebody who is a more complete, reliable, consistent receiver. And I think there's other options out there for similar price tag than Gabe Davis. Yeah. Five games in the season this past year in which Gabe Davis did not have any receiving yards. One of those games he did not play in. Uh, He had another game with one catch, for six yards. Uh, he had to game with two catches for 21 yards. He also had a six for 92, a six for 100, a nine for 87, a four for 130, and a six for 105. He's a boomer bus guy. Is a boomer bus guy worth adding to this Titans offense? I think that's where uh, the, it's the question everybody needs to add when deciding. That might be what you get out of Gabe Davis, where we would sit here on the A to Z sports pregame show and go, key to the game today is Gabe Davis not having one catch for eight yards. You need a good Gabe Davis game for the Titans to win today. But yeah. is that level of inconsistency something that you want to add? I can hear the criticism for sure. Yeah, Gabe Davis is a guy who consistently has his over-under receiving yards on BetMGM at 31 and a half. And you're like, he should oh, hit this every game. hit that, and then he doesn't. Yeah, and then never, no. And then, he, oh, he's like two for 23. I mean, you're, damn it. <laughs> like, come on. And then the yeah. next week, you don't bet it, and he goes for 90 on four catches. And so it, it's sure. just, I don't want that. I, I, I wanna, I'd rather go elsewhere for a free agent wide receiver. So let's go back through and re, kind of recap our, our three uh, big name free agents to avoid and find out which one do we think is, of these three, which one is the best fit that the Titans could target of the three players. But first, I want to tell everybody about our friends at Farm Your Health Plans. FBHP.com slash ATOZ is where you can find a quote to get a better health coverage plan for you, for your family, for your growing family. Uh, whatever your situation is, Farm Your Health Plans, they specialize in helping you out, getting you better coverage a lot of times for a lot cheaper than what you're currently got with your health plan. So they did that with Zach. They've done that with Jack Gentry. Uh, when you graduate and you turn 26 years old and you have to get off your family's plan. You got to go out and do it your own. That's where farm your health plans can help you out. Uh, maybe you're later in life, you're empty nested. You want the kids are already off of that plan. You need the extra level of coverage for you and your spouse. Farm your health plans. Great there. They've served Tennesseans for over 75 years. Get a quote and start today at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Today's show powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports when you sign up with BetMGM. Get up to $1,500 back in the form of a bonus bet if your first bet doesn't win. Whatever that first wager amount is, uh, you put it in your BetMGM account with the bonus code ATOZ Sports and you can get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. A second chance to win big. That's why they're the king of sportsbooks. That's why I'll be using them all throughout March as a March uh, madness is around the corner. Some conference tournaments potentially around the corner. Uh, it's a good time of year to get with a sportsbook, and you got to do it with BetMGM. All right, so 
going back through our three players, the Titans should avoid big name free agents and on um, our A to Z sports free agent contract projections, one Oh five list. All three of these guys are top 30 players. Legereus Sneed comes in at 18th uh, with a French, uh, with a contract projected at four years, 64 million at 16 per. Uh, then we've got Tyron Smith who comes in at 26 uh, where he's two years, 25 million at left tackle and Gabe Davis at 25. So all these guys, top 26 free agent projections. I'm avoiding Gabe Davis and Tyron Smith. Sam is avoiding Legereus Sneed. But which of these three guys do we think is the most likely target for the team themselves? How do you feel about this question, Sam? Probably Sneed. Probably really? Sneed. Yeah, I mean, I think cornerback is the one that I'm I'm almost positive they are going to address in free agency. Uh, I mean, you could make an argument they're not going to address left tackle in free agency at all. Like if, right. if they have the, I fit, think Tyron Smith is the least likely, right? Of yeah, the three for sure. Um, but if you feel like you have the left tackle in the draft, you can do that. Um, there are options at wide receiver. There's a ton of options at wide receiver, uh, at least equivalent to Gabe Davis's caliber, or in the draft, or however the Titans want to go about addressing this. I, I do think there's really a um, a handful of names that give fix the Titans problem in the secondary or uh, address it and give them a starting caliber corner. I actually, and uh, I I've been thinking about this as we've gone through the, the show here today, I'm going to have an article later today, Austin, about my ideal plan for the Titans to fix their secondary, how the Titans can fix their secondary to me. Um, but I've asserted before, I don't believe it's something they'll address in the first two rounds of the draft. I think it's probably uh, something they do a little bit later down the road. Uh, mm -hmm. And so Sneed would be a name who is obviously one of the top guys at the position group that I could see being a realistic target. So Sneed um, is the second corner of average annual salary sure Jalen Johnson is is a little bit higher at 20 per year or Sneed's at 16 per year on our A to Z 105 contract projections you can find our, our homepage a to z sports.com it's got it's pinned in the trending section right there for you guys to go check it out this offseason Jalen Johnson then Sneed's number two then Kendall Fuller is right behind a, a few spots at 22 overall 14 per year Kenny Moore, then it drops down to 38th. He's a different, he's more of a slot corner where the other guys are do it all yeah. players. Kenny Moore is great, then, but he's, yeah, then, yeah, he's not your cover corner. That, that no, you're uh, then uh, my guy I like a lot is uh, Chidobia Wuzier. We've talked about that already this week uh, to an extent. He's 43rd on our list. Uh, and then Stefan Gilmore. And now you're getting into the, the, the older players. That, that Steven Nelson that is not necessarily uh, a fit. So I think the, the more, the most likely candidate that they would target is actually Gabe Davis because really? I, yeah, I think Sneed's going to be too expensive. I think Gabe Davis's price tag is something the Titans would be comfortable with in that range for a wide receiver to pair with Deandre Hopkins. Um, I, I agree with you. I think, Fixing the secondary through free agency is where they should go um, and then go like second round corner at the highest, maybe a, a, a couple days. I mean, I think, I think you could argue fourth round is the earliest they go with a corner because I mean, if you, if you first, sure yeah, depends on who's there, but like, uh, cause you need experience at the corner position is so important because young guys can have all this talent, you know, they can get got because of a veteran receiver like DeAndre Hopkins just knows how to put them in a blender. And so getting your secondary upgraded uh, via free agency makes a lot of sense. So I think they're going to have to have multiple corners that they sign in free agency, which means spending the luxurious need dollar is probably not something that I see them do. Sure. Yeah, no, I think that's probably, I mean, you could add that to the list of reasons why I think they should avoid him in general. Uh, obviously, as, as the chat has astutely pointed out, 
no free agent is perfect. There are going to be red flags and reasons why these guys are available and have not been brought back by their previous teams. Uh, I just think it's about weighing risk to reward. And I, I think th- that injury history that I talked about paired with the fact that Sneed is, like you said, the second highest paid corner potentially. And Jalen Johnson, we talked about it before, is not going to get to free agency. He will either be extended or franchise tagged by the Bears. They have said as much publicly. So uh, he's not going to be there. Of the guys that actually make it to free agency, Legereus Need probably commands the largest contract. And when you look at, hey, we have multiple holes, not just in our secondary, but on offensive line. A a need we haven't talked about, inside linebacker, where right now the best you've got is Jack Gibbons. And that's it at inside linebacker. I, I went over it at Titans at two yesterday, Austin, about why the Titans should bring back Aziz Alshire. And it was the fact that I was trying to even remember his name, but Grant Wallow and Jojo Doman started for them <laughs> late in the year because you didn't have inside backers uh, behind Aziz. And so that's a need you have to address. Uh, maybe yeah. bringing back to Nico Autry is something you need to do. Offensive line. There's so much here. I don't know if you use, let's look at the contract again. But if it's $16 in average value, I guess the cap hit of only eight in the first year would be beneficial. But do you want to pay a guy 16 of average value per year when you've got needs and only so much? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of needs. I mean, that's Malcolm Butler money from several years ago. Uh, and it's just hard for corners to to get that money because be the nature of the because yeah. the nature of the position is to lose battles, right? But you, it's about the war at the end of the game. It's the scoreboard. You're gonna you're gonna give up completions because that's what the NFL set up to do. And, and tighten up Tony. That's just want, a lot of pressure. Tighten up Tony said. So if Sneed wants to be here, y'all not gonna call him back. I mean, no, it's not that I don't call him back, but. I'm also not. That's not, that's call, also not how free agency works, right? I, I'm also not. <laughs> calling every free agent that wants to be here because guess what if i'm Jerry sneed and the titans are gonna pay me 70 million dollars or whatever it is i want to be a titan too for 70 yeah million. no state but income tax and that, 70 mil heck yeah that doesn't mean if you're the titans you look at a hey, good player who wants to play here let's pay him right you have to weigh potential risks and weigh what you have to do across the rest of your roster, which is why we're trying to have this conversation. And that's why I think Sneed comes with some red flags. We're like you said uh, about Gabe Davis. He is in that second tier of free agent wide receivers. He's in that second grouping, which I think is more likely uh, the, the Tyler Boyd, Gabe Davis tier rather than acquiring a top end talent. Yeah, no doubt. A to Z sports here live on this Friday. Let's go ahead and get to our, DeAndre Hopkins, who shut the door, slammed the door on this stupid Titans narrative that's been going around this offseason. We'll get to that. But first, Krebs Kubota, not stupid, really smart, really good. They also treat their customers with the best service possible. They've been doing it for over 18 years in Middle Tennessee. They started in Columbia, then expanded to Franklin and Murfreesboro stores as well because of how good their work is. Family-owned and operated, KrebsKubota.com is their website. They are an elite Kubota dealer, which means they have the great relationship with the Kubota National for the best equipment in the industry, the best warranties in the industry. You can't touch that. Nowhere else you're going to be able to have the customer service, the equipment level, and the warranties like what Krebs Kubota can provide for you. So it's almost spring. It's going to be nice this weekend. Uh, You're going to have those projects. You're going to start noticing things around your home and your property. You're like, yeah, I got to get to that. Because I, I know for sure I'm doing that at my new house. Ah, we got to get to that, but I want it to be warm first. Krebs Kubota is where to go. You need to buy the equipment, rent the equipment for the weekend. They can help you all rent, rent do whatever at KrebsKubota.com. Today's show powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports when you sign up with BetMGM. Get up to $1,500 back in the form of a bonus bet if your first bet doesn't win. If that first bet loses, but you signed up with that bonus code, ATOZ Sports, you get a second chance to win big. We all need it this time of year. Like I said, March around the corner. It's a good time to have a second shot at winning big. It's a good time to 
to to have a little backup plan just in case your big pick goes south. So uh, use the king of sportsbooks, BetMGM and BetMGM.com. And Austin, before we get to DeAndre Hopkins, I'm going to have to call out a comment from Tighten Up Tony Singh. So it's about being cheap. Gotcha. About why, uh, about the Legereus Sneed stuff. This is not being cheap. This is being wise. This is being smart. Because here's the thing. If it was a one-year deal for Legereus Sneed and the Titans had $60 million in cap space and I, and I was saying don't spend $10 million on him because he might get hurt, yeah, that's being cheap, right? A low-risk, long-term deal for franchises should be done uh, because – it's low risk and it's a position of need. You should spend the money, but let's throw this contract up there one more time and look at $35 million fully guaranteed more than half the contract fully guaranteed. This is not about being cheap. This is about being wise with how you spend your money and not just signing all of the top players in every free agent class of positions of need without weighing the risks of doing so. Uh, Try to be smarter with your money because when you're not, you end up like John Robinson and you end up like the Titans leading the league in dead cap. Uh, And so if you don't want to have a luxurious need with a knee injury, who's got $30 million left the dead cap on this contract after one or two years, maybe you have to sit there and think, wait a minute, how can we be smarter about our investment? So uh, this is not how people do business of just pay everybody, sign everybody, use all the money. Um, you have to weigh long-term benefits and long-term trade-offs. That's all I'll say. All right. uh, yeah, uh, fair, fair enough. Being resourceful, I think is another way to put it uh, as well. All right, so let's get to this DeAndre Hopkins situation uh, where you know, this stupid narrative that's been going on for no reason at all, that DeAndre Hopkins might want out, where Sam, he responded to a, the NFL rumors account that DeAndre Hopkins would be looking around to find another a team cap. And I'll let you explain that for the people that don't know uh, the context behind cap. It means lie. Lies. <laughs> Not true. Uh, debunking the rumor. Uh, the, just absolutely putting an end to it with one word. Cap. That's cap. Uh, and it is cap. It is a, a cap rumor that the uh, DeAndre Hopkins has an out in his contract, that he has a player option in his contract, that he could demand uh, to leave and just like, or want to leave. All of that is cap. Uh, I'm so glad he tweeted because I'm tired of seeing it online. Uh, Yeah, this got out there for dumb reasons because people like to state things like fact when they are stating their own opinion and then they state them like fact and report things then they backtrack and say they never reported things it's it was irresponsible it was bad people didn't know the reality of the situation it was never complicated it never should have been complicated but i i am happy that deandre hopkins at least takes it upon himself to assure titans fans that he will be here next year. Yeah, it, it's just the growing problem that social media and platforms are creating, right? It's and JJ Reddick talked about this on ESPN, talking about how he can post a really good breakdown of basketball X's and O's and strategy, and it gets views. But then he comes on the next day and talks about a coach that needs to get fired for no specific reason, and all of a sudden it gets three times, 10 times as many views because of how people are are craving the drama, right? People crave the drama. You have these Twitter accounts that are nameless, faceless, factless accounts like NFL rumors. That's just grabbing anything that can find the internet and spreading it out and people follow it and it gets retweets. It gets likes and it gets a reaction by guys like Deandre Hopkins because I, I think Deandre Hopkins I'm glad that he did that. So people can shut the hell up about this because I feel like we've been talking about it for three weeks. He doesn't have an out in his contract yet accounts and people on social just continue to peddle this and have it can keep growing legs and keep running wild. When there's no factual basis, it started with probably one person's opinion 
that was based on nothing. And then it just continued to grow and grow and grow. Yeah. And based on, based on misinformation and a misunderstanding yes. of NFL contracts, uh, it, the out. It's all it takes. It's all huh? it takes. Yeah, no, it's true. All it takes. The out in DeAndre Hopkins contract is the fact that the Titans can save some cap space by cutting him, uh, which is structured into the contract to be clear for the Titans, not for DeAndre Hopkins. You structure a deal with in less guaranteed money, more of an ability to cut Hopkins and gain financial flexibility so that if things go south, you have an out. You have an ability to not necessarily pay him the entire deal. And so that is why that was worked into the, the contract. He was old. He had had some injury problems in the last couple of years. You didn't know how reliable he was going to be or how good he was going to be or where your organization was going to be one year after signing that deal. That is why the Titans put that in the contract. Not so that if DeAndre Hopkins wants out, they'll tuck their tail between their legs and say, yes, sir, go to the Chiefs. We're going to eat $9 million so you can play for somebody else. That's ridiculous. That's not how that works. Um, and it was never how it worked. So good on DeAndre Hopkins for putting it out there. Good on DeAndre Hopkins for uh, shutting everything down once and for all. Uh, and I hope we can just chill a little bit and realize that players that are under contract are going to play for the team. Yep. And uh, Brandon says, I thought Elon was supposed to fix the Twitter X from all the capping, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this yeah, is I mean, why. It's more, it's more than Twitter and X and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's just the, it's. It's everything. The, the pain of sometimes what sports media is. A and when people say things and report things with the way that they use their language, the way that they say things online, uh, like they are fact, it fans who are looking for information, who are looking for nuggets of info here and there, believe it. And that's not the fault of fans. When you are told some things as fact, you start to ask questions about it. It starts to become a popular topic, right? And so it, it's just uh, one of the few negatives of sports media is how quickly things can spread, regardless of if they have any truth to them or not. Well, I think there's a difference in sports media and sports social media. And I True. think that's what's True. been blended that is really Absolutely. tough. Yeah, because no, it, there was not an actual reporter that was reporting no. anything like this. It no, was look, people and, speculating. And I'm not against like fan-created platforms. I think that's great. I think every, that the fans that are running shows are relatable to the audience because they live and breathe and, and feel and hurt and joy are joyous with every type of emotion that you guys are. But it just, you have to understand what lane they're in. There's a lane for them. And it's just knowing when to not mix your food together between sports media and sports social media. That's the main part of it. And so, uh, and just understanding the context of what you're watching. So uh, I did want to get to something. Brandon had a question. Why doesn't A to Z bring guests on the morning show? Brandon, th the main thing is logistics, man. <laughs> it's just, it's just a logistics things because. You know, when we were in radio and you had three hours of show, you had four minute plus commercial breaks, three of them every hour. And you have a producer, you have opportunities to logistically bring on guests and have conversations like that. Well, here it's just, and the logistics don't work out uh, for, for the platform that we do it. I think it'd be fun. Uh, but yeah, just the logistically it's tough. Now I think we can set up, some things, or maybe we can bring in some people that are within the A to Z family that we can, you know, they're employees of A to Z. So we have, you know, somewhat control of their time and, uh, but as their job is to work for A to Z, that could make sense. But that's the main reason. It's just, it's a logistical tough thing to do of like, hey, we need you here at this time. Here's the link. Here's the thing. Pop on. Do you have a good microphone? Do you have a window in the background that makes you look like a silhouette? It's just tough. It's just not easy logistically. Yeah, uh, not to mention graphics and overlays yeah. and, uh, you know, a lot of stuff. It's a very specific show structure. I'd be down for guests anytime, but uh, yeah. Well, I think time like, too I, is an opportunity for you to do that, right? Because there's a little bit more flexibility with what you have going on where, where you can have some things. 
Yeah. No, I, hey, maybe it's something that could happen in the future. But yeah, just something that logistically, like you said, has never really aligned so far. Um, you never know. We, you know, we, we tried it. We tried it back in the day. Uh, it's just tough. And like, look, when we have guests on, we don't get to interact with you guys as much because we're treating our guests with respect. That is the other thing. I like to, I, I genuinely believe, like, I think the chat is the guest. The, the, the chat is the third host yes. of this show regularly. Where you give your opinion, I give my opinion, we bounce off the chat's opinion and we have conversation. You lose that a lot when you have a guest that you're speaking to all the time. We have more of a conversational dialogue where I can talk to you and be like, oh, hold up one sec. I'm going to go look at the chat and throw this opinion up. How do you feel about that? We go back and forth. You have more of a formal guest setting. You lose that interactive feeling, uh, which I think is really paramount to the show. Yes, um, for sure. Uh, all right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, get to good news to wrap up our week. Ain't that good news to end every Friday show here on the morning show? Let's hit it. Shout out to Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process. Go see them in Lebanon or check them out online at Wilson County Hyundai dot com sam good news good news good news share it in the chat uh we want you guys to share your good news that's happening in your lives and your worlds or things that you see across the internet that deserve to be propped up uh, uh do you have good news to kick it this off with should i share my good news no. it's it, it it involves tomorrow morning oh let me think about that I feel like I've teased we, it now. We I can, feel like I have to. Well, no, I, but yeah, now we've teased it though. We can tease I'm it. A, well, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not going to say well, anything. Um, All right, go ahead. Let's tease it with this. Sam is doing something tomorrow that will create fantastic, entertaining content that is something that we have never had before. Is that uh, Good, is yeah. that a good enough piece? Sure. It it is also it will settle a bet that has existed on the show for a long time. Um yeah, it's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun, fun video day. Uh maybe not day. I don't know. It's gonna be fun though. I'm I'm looking forward to it right now. I got a lot of anxiety I, I, about it, but I'm kind of talked to Talk to a few people in the company about it, and I think there's a a giddy excitedness about <laughs> what this is going to be. It's yeah, uh, um, the content is going to be fun for sure. Yeah. Uh, other good news. Um, yeah. Uh, hang on, I can't hold this in. Uh, next Wednesday is uh, Survivor premiere. I'm pumped. I I, <laughs> I talk about it every time it comes around. That's my good news. Uh, Survivor's back. Uh, I Darius made me think of it because he said, "How'd I feel about the challenge final?" Which was bad news. Uh, so I'm not. That can gonna, be your shade uh, next week if you want. Yeah, that might be a shade, Darius. I'm not going to get into the weeds about that because not everybody cares, but it stunk, and I'm upset about a lot but survivors back so we back uh I, i'm here to go. tell you right now that we back up there, there you go all right more good news uh coming in uh let's see american top says good news nashville sc beat dominican republic 3-0 in cup play last night season opener is a sunday yeah uh geodis park should be great it's gonna be like yeah. 65 degrees and sunny at geodis park on sunday uh so hit that up i i can't my that's because my good news later on Denise says, put in uh, her two weeks for current job, changing uh, school, more money. Congratulations. Everybody likes uh, when you get better opportunities with more pay uh, for that hard work. Demetrius says, uh, good news. Mom's birthday is tomorrow, so taking her out to brunch. That is good news. Uh, Ethan says, good news. Got a new dog on Tuesday. Mm. All right. Very good news. That's, that's uh, dope. Titans Kyle, good news. First round of golf today for the year. That whenever you can start golf season in February, pretty solid. I wish I could. I wish I did that. Yeah, I wish I had time. But I don't. I just wish I like had it's, it, I just it's too expensive to do regularly. And then when I don't do it regularly, I'm like, I'm not gonna do it because I'm bad at it. I just, now I just, I just know I just look. 
I just know if I go play nine holes, then I'm just going to get back to my phone and it's just going to be a madhouse. I'm just like, Oh God, that was not worth it because I stressed myself out playing golf and now I'm stressing myself out from all the messages and stuff that have accumulated. Sure. Uh, Gary says, good news, job transfer to South Carolina, I'm guessing, uh, and buying a new house. By the way, it's cheaper than Key West, military life. So congrats, uh, Gary, for that. Um, we got some people guessing what Sam's doing tomorrow. So I'll go ahead and do that. Uh, no, Sam is not going streaking out of college. I mean, we could do that like a, like the old, uh, what was the game that we played? Ask Sam or whatever. Uh, oh, yeah. Guess, guess what Sam's doing. Yeah, like, you guys can guess what Sam's doing tomorrow if you want, but nobody's gonna. Good. I really don't think anybody's gonna get it. Michael Kennedy guessed Manless Street interviews. Nope, uh, not that. And Jeff says Sam getting tased, not getting tased. No, uh, I would not. Polar be plunge in the Columbia in the Cumberland. No, uh, but the polar plunge is happening tomorrow. Uh, so, and you did that last year. Right? I did do that last year. Yeah, so that is happening, which is a great uh, event. Polar plunge going and, and teaming up with Special Olympics in Tennessee. So if you got nothing to do tomorrow, uh, I suggest doing the polar plunge. I've done it in the past. Did it with Mike Vrabel a few years ago, uh, and uh, it's a good thing. Uh, Matt says Sam is going to be a goalie. No, I wish it was that. It is not. It is not the penalty shootout challenge where uh, uh, it's not also me shooting on a goalie. Yeah, I've seen it's, that guest a few times it's here. Work. Also, not weightlifting. Not weightlifting. Um, you're about to fight off a yawn. Yeah, I was fighting that, but uh, not weightlifting, not goalie, not soccer related. Uh, although I still think I can make five out of ten against an MLS goalie and penalty kicks. Uh, similar vibes, though. Something I have said on this show that I could do that Austin said no chance. We're gonna yeah. find out tomorrow. Uh, yeah, so that'll be fun. Uh, my good news is that it is my wife's birthday on Sunday. Uh, we've got a full weekend planned, uh, starting tonight. Uh, Adventure Science Center was a great partner of ours during the football season. And they've got their science of beer event tonight where we get to go learn about how craft beer is made and do some fun things like that. And then we've got dinner plans, other drink plans, family plans, uh, just hang out. Uh, fun plans for us. So my, my wife's birthday on Sunday. So happy birthday to my beautiful wife and excited about the weekend that we have planned. So that is my good news. Uh, it's always a great time to wrap up February uh, by celebrating her. So there we go. Uh, appreciate all of you guys. And that'll do it for us. We'll find out what Sam did yesterday or tomorrow. Tomorrow. Um, what Sam's There's doing There's going to be a video on it. There will be a video on it. You won't. There will be an article. There will be a video. You'll know when it comes out what we videos plural videos plural probably unfortunately for me yes all right we will uh, see you guys later on a new week it's combine week because you're also going to the combine next week too so a lot of good stuff coming here make sure you hit that like button on the way out we'd appreciate that as always have a great safe weekend we'll see you guys later.